What? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and the cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to the viewing party. Viewing party. Chitting all over your tatum. Doing party. From his songs and then changing them into like spooky things. Oh no. So it's like <laughs> in the tomb where it happened was one. <laughs> what is in the other one, it was like who lives, who dies, who kills you. I forget. Funny. <laughs> 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 And he just like changes them every couple days because he thinks of a new really funny one and it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm gonna check and see what Lynn it is. Trying right to now. be spooky is also just like the cutest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, you're spooky. <laughs> you're a spooky dude. He just wants to join in the fun. He's <laughs> like, what? See the line where the Skype meets the scream? That's what it is Ow. right now. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> See the line where the sky meets the screen. They've just been so great. Uh, what a weirdo. I love him. His book's coming out. Yeah. Like, this week? It's really soon. I know some people have, like, advanced copies. I've been showing pictures yeah, of Yeah, the McElroys do. So exciting. Hey, McElroys. With your books. Reading them. Making them. Selling books. Yeah. Being in Trolls too. Do you hear? They're yeah. gonna be Trolls too. <laughs> I heard about that. Not that I've seen Trolls one, but Trolls one's pretty fun actually. I won't just start with Marshall. Listen, you guys tell me that, and all these children I know tell me that. All those kids that I hang out with, but like, I don't know. It was actually pretty cute. I, don't know. I was impressed. I was worth like, it. okay. What's the plot? <laughs> um, of Trolls. Poppy the troll is very lovely. And wonderful. <laughs> so Anna Kendrick is lovely, wonderful. And yeah. The grumpy troll, I don't remember his name. He's very sad. And then the it's, Anna troll cheers him up. It's something like they're trying to kidnap them. These like other creatures oh, are trying yeah, to kidnap them. Yeah, because like trolls like a them. delicacy and they want to eat them. Woo! But they they like befriend one of them, who is like the princess or something. It's really cute. It's it, very. Adorable. It does have a really cute little message too. Is it singing? There's, there is singing. singing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but is the message singing? Kind of. Sort of. It's more like, follow your heart. Yeah. Don't be a bad troll. Oh. Because you get eaten. I was like, what if your heart takes you to be mean to people? (laughs) (laughs) To be being mean to people. What if you get a taste for breaking people's legs and then... (laughs) I don't think that's like, my heart told me I need to do this. I have to keep going. <laughs> well, that's actually one of the trolls because they think that they have to eat the trolls to be happy. Yeah. Oh. Like and the other creatures that are way bigger than them. Oh. Yeah. So they can't be happy unless they eat trolls because trolls are like the ultimate happy. Oh. And then they learn how to be happy without eating trolls. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So is it kind of like a dieting message? No. Okay. No, it's more of a, you don't have to 
hurt maybe. others to be happy. You, maybe you, you don't can be happy, to be happy with yourself. Yeah. You don't have to fill it with other things. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty cute. It's very cute. I guess maybe I'll watch it because it sounds like it's you got should, a really we weird We should message. just watch it for this. We should like, probably just like watch a, it Like a good time. roundabout <laughs> way to tell I'm not really good at describing <laughs> <laughs> I've never really been good I've at seen it once uh, with a four-year-old, so. <laughs> I watched it with my 31-year-old husband. <laughs> <laughs> it was just us. It was date night. <laughs> did you see the Christmas special? Because that's what I got stuck watching. No. <laughs> From last year, they did a Christmas special. Yeah. I forget I what song I, they did, and I was like, this is so cute. Now, I've listened it. to the soundtrack while babysitting. It's a fun. I was like, fun. you want to listen yeah. to Moana? And she was like, no, Trolls. And I was like, you sure you don't want to listen to Moana? <laughs> or Frozen? Or anything else? She's like, no, Trolls. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, it's catchy. It's pretty catchy. Well, everyone, I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. And this is... And this is Viewing Party. We're hanging out on the, well, my new couch, in quotes, (laughs) but it's Christian's couch. She owns this house. (laughs) We're in the new house. I've been telling you guys for a long time that I've been moving and I finally moved, and so Christian is my roommate. This is the new third host of Viewing Party. You'll probably hear from her a lot. Hi. Yep. We're in the house. As you remember, what uh, what episode did we film here before with the dogs? We did, uh, it was during time travel romance month. No, it wasn't. Was it? Yeah, it was, was it? the one with um, Meg Ryan and Hugh Jackman. Oh, was that back in May? It was Marathon May. Was that Kate and Leopold? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't think of the movie name. We watched Kate and Leopold here with the yeah. pups. They liked it. We all, I mean, who doesn't love Meg Ryan and Hugh Jackman together in the time travel, fall in love <laughs> right. with butter? <laughs> butter? Yeah, there was butter. There was a, some sort of a creamy goodness in your mouth. <laughs> I'm remembering. Because she thought it was there to do a butter commercial, right? Yeah. Oh, you, the yeah, butter the, commercial. Like, I was like, like why are we okay, going with this? No, butter. <laughs> well, most things aren't butter, so. <laughs> I guess it's just a hard time believing this. <laughs> Uh, oh no! Yeah, so we're back in that place, but now we're in a different place in time. I should not do intros <laughs> for this show, Wesley. It's okay. <laughs> it's just supposed to be rambling anyway. Yeah, the the design of the podcast is to ramble a little bit. Yeah. Um. Were we in the Tanverse last week, or was it? Two? No, last week. We oh, we watched saw Venom. Venom. I think we were the Tanverse like before. Yeah, we watched Venom. I forgot about it pretty much. Like, it was one of those movies that I watched, and I expected a lot of people to be talking about it at work, and, yeah. like, no one's no. really talking about it. They're like, well, yeah. that was a movie. It was a movie. It I haven't seen it yet. It's fine. They're, you know, Tom Hardy's pr- very pretty, and he has a uniquely American accent. <laughs> and, uh, so does Riz Ahmed, and he's also looking good. I do like pretty superheroes, so it's fine. Yeah, you know, it was like, it was fine. Yeah. You don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> it was like, it <laughs> you was should a pretty definitely movie. watch uh-huh. the video yeah. on Twitter we talked about where Tom Hardy and dogs. Oh. It's great. Oh, yeah. Somebody did an interview with like, um, Tom Hardy and a bunch dogs? of rescue dogs, and they just had the rescue dogs coming in, and they had little like, questions in their collar <laughs> about like him or the movie or 
you know, or yeah. just like or just like questions about dogs. And he's just sitting <laughs> on the floor, like hanging out with these dogs, he's just, like, talking Chris to him. applesauce with the puppers, <laughs> and he's and he calls him like mate. He's like bless. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's probably better than the movie. <laughs> just go watch that, that interview is way better than them. <laughs> I did watch one where they had like kids, like little kids calling in and asking him questions. Oh, that sounds real cute. And they weren't like serious questions. They were like, do you believe in Santa Claus? And he was like, yeah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I had a talk with my boyfriend about how babies are made. Did he not know? (laughs) No, I didn't. So when a mommy and daddy love each other, they call Santa and then they ask Santa to send them a stork, and then the stork drops off the baby. Oh, okay. that's like they're like contracted through oh. the North Pole Incorporated to like I wonder deliver how that the baby. System works. Like, do they get like ten ninety nines at the end of it? <laughs> yeah, you would. You would wonder that. <laughs> how does how does this work out? Uh, yeah. So that's how babies are made. You're all welcome. Interesting. So this week, I watched some TV. You I watched do some Parks and Rec. Yeah, let's. It's time for Park and Rec. This is the part where we park the podcast and recommend stuff. Yeah, or we recommend that you not watch something <laughs> that has happened before. Uh, <laughs> we saw this. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Don't do that. Okay, so I watched the entire second season of American Vandal in one sitting. How was that? Just like I did the first season, <laughs> and it's so great. Have you watched it? No, I've yet? heard about it. Listen, so what do you know about it? Um, kind of roughly the plot of the first season, and then it's basically a genius mockumentary. Yes, it is a genius mockumentary. Okay, yeah, that's pretty much it. I didn't know that it was fake. I think I talked about this. I didn't know it was fake when I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that was a really good documentary. And then I was like, woke up the next morning and got on Facebook, and uh, our friend Jeff was like, oh, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, funny <laughs> I thought it was real <laughs> and then I was like oh it wasn't but it was so good that yeah. I thought it was real for a long time I was like this is a joke no yeah no yeah no. that's how good it is though yeah but they keep playing along as if it's real in the second one which is really really great but this time instead of drawing instead of investigating who draw penises on faculty cars mm-hmm. uh they are f- trying to figure out who gave an entire school laxatives at lunch in the lemonade and just caused, like, all sorts Mass of... Mass hysteria. <laughs> shit went down. <laughs> but then there was, like... But then you find out there was, like, a series of these pranks, and uh, it's really, really good. And I thought I had it figured out, and then when they were like, no, you're wrong, I was like, oh, okay, well this is my second choice, and so that's obviously working out in my favor, and they're like, no, you're wrong again, and I was like, <gasps> like, the the plot twists in this documentary are way better than any real documentary. <laughs> I was like, no way. Like, I did not see this coming at all. It's so good. And then I attempted to watch the first episode of the second season of 13 Reasons Why, and I just forgot how triggering that show is, and then I, like, had nightmares and stuff, so I haven't gone back to that one. It's just like a lot. And nothing really even happened. Nothing even happened in that first season. They just showed a rapist acting like nothing happened. And I was like upset enough (laughs) that I was like, I cannot clearly, I'm going to have nightmares now. 
and so I didn't sleep so well. So I like I I don't like saying that I like that show, but I appreciated that show for what it was, and it also is really really hard to watch. That's it. What did you watch? You watched something in black and white last night, Weston. <laughs> I yeah, all I've watched is old movies. <laughs> <laughs> the loudest oh. guess. <laughs> jingle, jingle bells. That's Daisy. Oh no. Oh, oh, we got some more. <laughs> just write it out. <laughs> Sometimes she just gets very hot in front of the fireplace. She's got to cool <laughs> off with a good scratching. <laughs> Are you done? Nope. Wait. <laughs> Are you done? Are you. I think that's quieter. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was flipping through the channels last night and came across, I forget the name of the show, but it's one of those, it's like hosted by someone and they show like weird old horror movies and the guy's like in full makeup. <laughs> I forget who it is, but like, it's real strange. And it's one of those that like has a huge cult following. Yeah. And I don't understand why. I don't know. Anyway. So the movie that they were playing was called... I, just, I saved the picture of it because I was like, what is this? Um, it was called Cry of the Werewolf. It was black and white and came out like in the 40s or something. Oh, man. Oh, man. It was super not politically correct. It was about a no. like, gypsy fa- troupe oh, that were um, matrilineal. And all of the, like, matriarch women were also werewolves. Ooh. It was very interesting. I only saw, like, half of it. But it was fascinating because it was a female becoming a werewolf, which is not something you see. No, it's usually the dudes. And it was also done, like, the transitions were all off screen, so you never saw, like, weird person with, like, half, like, werewolf makeup. Yeah. But she would, like, switch to a wolf and then, like, go murder someone and then, like, switch back to a person. It was... It was interesting, to say the least. The tagline on the poster says, As a woman, she wanted love. As a werewolf, she wanted blood. <laughs> it's just like, what is happening? Women don't want blood that often. We have plenty every month. We have enough. <laughs> so I guess that was... Why she murdered someone? I don't know. Oh, this is the host of the show. Oh! That's like on oh, TV. Me TV. Yeah. Ooh. It's something I can pick up with the antenna. I don't really know. Weird. Weird. Your antenna's got a weird channel. I get like five channels that are strange. Anyway. But I also went to a Hitchcock movie for Hitchcocktober. Oh, which one? I went to see Rope. That I'd never Ugh. seen before. Girl. Have you seen that one? No, but I really wanted to. It was really interesting. I, like, the plot didn't seem, I, like, it didn't sound all that interesting, but of course they always are, like, yeah. more interesting than they sound. So this one happened to be about, um, I was like, I didn't expect this to be so relevant. It was about a, like, white rich guy named Brandon who decided he could get away with murder because the other people weren't as important as him. Oh, yes. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, okay. <clears throat> Didn't see that coming. Um, but what was cool about it was they, it was filmed so that it looked like one continuous shot in real time. 
the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't. Like, there were a couple of places course. where they had to switch things. Yeah. But basically, you see the murder happen, and then, like, he throws a dinner party, like, while the body is still in the room, because he thinks it's super clever. And so you see, for, like, an hour and a half, you see, like, the murder, the party, and, like, the resolution in Ooh. real time. Because like it's based that. on a play. It was really cool. That makes me really happy. It was not really the, interesting. I mean, not the, to justify it. Yeah. But that makes me really happy. Yeah. It was really, really fascinating. Yeah, it was the first Technicolor also that Hitchcock did. Hmm. I think. So they had some really interesting lighting that they used. Jimmy Stewart's in it, right? Yeah. Of course he is. They also made a joke, like, two of the women were talking, like, in front of Jimmy Stewart about how much they liked Cary Grant movies. <laughs> and they were like, oh, I, did you see that one with Ingrid Bergman and Cary Grant? It was so good. I can't remember what it was called. They go on and on and on about it. And I was like, why is that so familiar? And I Googled it after the movie, and they were talking about Notorious, which is a Hitchcock movie that came out three years before this movie came out. Oh, that's so, so good. So he like, made a joke about his own movie movies? in the movie, which I was like, that's... That that's makes me really happy. Very Hitchcock. <laughs> Excellent. Did you watch anything this week, Christian? Anything? Uh, Riverdale's back. Ooh. So I like that. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm two seasons behind on Supernatural, so I have to catch up on that before I start the new season. Yeah. Same with Arrow and The Flash, so. How many, when is it going to end, Supernatural? Like, do they have, like, an end date? I never. I think it's just perpetually for eternity. <laughs> just forever and ever. They're supposed to do a spinoff with, um... Like the females that were on the show, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if that started yet or not. What so if they just change the whole show, and then one season, suddenly they're just like women and they're carrying on as if like. Well, that's what nothing. the spinoff is supposed to be. So it's just Listen. gonna be all that. But what if they just change the show instead of making a spinoff? Like now it's a new show in the show, and the men are gone. And the women are just taking over. I mean, that would be fine. I would be sad, because I, I really liked it. It's just an idea. No one has to listen to me. It was just, like, it's just an idea. Speaking of that idea, did any do any of you watch Doctor Who? And have you seen the new Doctor? No. I'm a season behind on that, too, but I I'm very excited. So many seasons behind? I have seen, like, three seasons total, and I'm in super far behind, but everyone I know who's seen it loves her. Is yeah, she so wonderful? Yeah. So good. Lynn was tweeting about her to go back to Lynn Manuel. Oh yeah, let's said, go right back there. Um, so he's filming in Wales for his new project, and said that like he worked with some of the people who like some of the cast that did some of the Doctor Who stuff, some of the, like videographers and stuff, and they all speak like she's a goddess of acting. <gasps> like they love her so much. Oh, just are enamored with her. Makes so. me so happy. Good. It should be good. I think, wasn't she in Broadchurch? Like the, Probably. I think yeah. so. <clears throat> I'm excited about yeah. that. But I'm very behind, so. <laughs> I don't really watch TV. <laughs> I always get sad when we get a new doctor because, like, it's just to the point where we're finally warmed up to, like, the I like yeah. Capaldi. Like, I just like him as a person, so. Yeah. I was sad that he was leaving. I was like, oh, no. But then I heard Jody was coming on, and I was like, oh, yay! (laughs) So, yeah, I don't, I'm not up on it either, but it sounds really good. Yay! 
Want to talk about today's movie? Yeah. Alright, today we watched a movie and his name is Coco. I cried at the end. <laughs> I cried so much. I can't talk about it anymore. I was like, why am I crying all the time? This is so, such a good Why am I being a big baby? Why is this happening? I, I can't talk about the pull plot. all your heartstrings. <laughs> Strings? <laughs> uh, okay, so did I talk about the movie last time or did you talk about the movie last uh, time? I think we've tried to be tag teaming it. Okay, cool. Let's so tag team it. Pick up, yeah. Alright. So, this movie starts off in Mexico. Now I just sound like a <laughs> This little kid, his name is not Coco. I thought his name would be Coco. It is not. His name is Miguel. Miguel Coco. <laughs> Miguel <laughs> Rivera, Rivera? Rivera? They say their last name. I, yeah, they I don't They say remember. their last name like once or twice. And I was well, because like, oh. it's also on the shoe sign. Oh, yeah. So I think it's Rivera. Yes. Anyways, so Miguel... Likes music, but his family does not because his great-great-grandfather wanted to be a musician and was like, peace out. I'm going to go play music. Y'all can do whatever, you know, stay here and do whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm off to find my treasure. Bye. And like took off. And so his wife was all like, I don't have time to sit around and cry about this mofo. I'm going to make shoes because... (laughs) When a woman is angry, she goes shoe shopping. But this woman was a single mother in a small town. She's like, I can't go shoe shopping, so I'm going to make me some shoes. <laughs> I'm sure that's how it went down. It's a really nice... I was really thinking that they would do more with the shoes. I was it, a little It was just a little bit. There was a lot of, like, shoe smacking. And <laughs> yeah, like, shoe smacking and stuff. I thought it would be something like, she made these beautiful shoes, and it turned out to be, like, a passion of hers. But it was just, like, a thing to do. Yeah. Whatever. And she was like, <laughs> she was all like, no more music. Music is outlawed. We hate it. Get it all out of my house. Yeah. We're done here. Yeah. And so her daughter didn't listen to music, and their kids didn't listen to music, and their kids didn't listen to music. And it was just like a big no-no. But they all made shoes together. The whole family of shoemakers, and mm-hmm. down through generations, and everyone was really happy. And they loved each other. And every night, on the Day of the Dead, they put up all these like flowers and pictures of the family that they love so that their family will come back and visit them mm-hmm. every year. And this year, uh, but Miguel is all like, listen, I like music on the down low. And he's got like a secret little hideout where he like mm-hmm. listens to music and where he's taught himself made how to his play own guitar. guitar. He made a guitar. And, he, and it actually sounded good. Sounded good. <laughs> good job, Miguel. He taught Miguel. himself how to play guitar <laughs> while listening and to like music and watching movies from this guy named... Uh, Eduardo? Something de la Cruz. I think it's Eduardo. I think so. Eugene. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, So this guy de la Cruz is like an old musician and he's like the best that there ever ever was and he's from like Miguel's little tiny town and there's like statues. Ernesto. Ernesto de la Cruz. And he's like, I love him. He's the best musician ever. And so, like, watching his movies and stuff, and he, mm-hmm. like, learns how learns to sing and teaches him how to play guitar. And this year, there's, like, a, 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 a contest, show. a talent yeah. show. And he's like, I want to be in the talent show, and I want to play, and I want to be like De La Cruz. And his family finds out, and they're like, no, don't do that. Yeah. 
So then he's like... His grandma smashes his guitar. Yeah, she smashed the guitar and he was like, I gotta do it. I'm gonna do it if it kills me. Uh, so he basically takes off and he doesn't have a guitar. He's real mad at his family because his family's like, no, just work in a shoe shop and be happy. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm an independent young woman and I don't need no man. I need a guitar. (laughs) And so he like takes off and he's trying to find a guitar and no one will find him a guitar. And he's like, wait. The grave of De La Cruz has his old guitar in it. I'll just borrow that, do a song on the talent show, fulfill my dream of singing it in front of people and sharing my gift with the world. Mm-hmm. And then he also discovers that um, Ernesto is his great great grandfather. Oh yes. During all of this time, he figures out like like he sees the like, yes. there's a photo that has like the grandfather's face ripped out of it, and then he flips like he opens the photo and it unfolds, and there's the guitar that's like the famous Ernesto's guitar. So he's like, he's part of my family. I have to do this. It's part I of my it. destiny. My destiny to grave rob. So, <laughs> so, so he, he goes to steal the guitar. Yeah. He goes to steal the guitar, and I'm free people are like, somebody stole the guitar! Which is also like, there was nobody nearby, he checked, we did a whole, <laughs> you know, thing with a, hel- you know, we had Montage. like a helicopter view, <laughs> and there was nobody nearby, but somehow, everyone knew, like, somebody stole the guitar! Immediately when it happened, and it was like, alright guys, where did you even come from? <laughs> Why were you having a picnic in a graveyard? Get they, over it. They, that's what they do, is have that's a picnic in <laughs> I know why, but like, (laughs) but no one was there 10 seconds ago when it happened. So then, uh, suddenly he's all, little Miguel is all like, I'm half dead. Like, I can't talk to all these real people. Like, people, like, I'm kind of freaking out because he was able to like pass through people and seize a bunch of skeletons. Yeah, he sees all these skeleton people and they're like, what? He's real weirded out about it. And then he finds his, like, dead family that are all, like, skeletons. And they're like, yeah, man, we, like, actually come back and, like, hang out with you guys for the evening. You don't see us, but, like, we come spend the evening with our families. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, what up, Miguel? Like, this is super weird that you could see us and we could see you, but it's also super exciting. And then they're like, listen, Grandma Victoria, is that a name? Um, <laughs> Victoria was the, the aunt. Oh, yes. Yes, the one that you really the related to. I really relate <laughs> Uh, anyways, his great-great-grandma got stuck on the other side, and they're like, well, I guess we gotta go see her. So they cross this beautiful petal bridge, mm-hmm. and they go back through skeleton customs. <laughs> they do. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, so they have a whole, like, working economy of skeletons, which, it bums me out that even when you die, there's, like, a social hierarchy and exclusive parties that only people can go, some people can go to. And that there's, like, a poor little neighborhood of people that are forgotten. And it kind of bummed me out. There's a lot of stuff. On a socioeconomic <laughs> level, I was like, man, even in death, I'm just going to be, like, lower class. <laughs> like, that sucks. <laughs> Unless a lot of people remember me and then I guess I have, like, memory clout. Yeah, that's kind of how it worked. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like the more people that remembered you, the higher on the food chain you were. Yeah. yeah. Which is, like, interesting. Because you had, like, all the tributes that people left you. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what, the, like, currency is here yeah. for this. Yeah. But it's something like that. That part. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah. So things get real, like, exciting and kind of messy. Basically, 
Miguel is like, uh, they figure out, like, Miguel can't go back to the living world unless he has his family's blessing. And they're willing to give him the blessing on the condition that he doesn't play music ever again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, not good enough. And he's like, if I go find De La Cruz, like, he's part of my family. Yeah. I can get his blessing and I can go back and I'll be able to play music. Mm-hmm. And I won't have this, like, stipulation on me and stuff. And I can just go back and do what I want. So he's off trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, he bumps into this guy named Hector, and Hector's trying to get back into the spirit world, and he's like, I gotta get back, but no one has a picture of him up. Mm-hmm. Like, his family doesn't have a picture of him he's up. He's being forgotten. So he's being forgotten, and so he's like, I really gotta get back, like, real, real bad, or else I'm gonna, like, die for real, for real, and be totally forgotten, no one will ever remember me, and it's super important that, like, someone get my picture up so I can be remembered. Um, and Miguel is like, well, I'm trying to go back so we can make a deal and I'll put your picture up if you help me get to De La Cruz because you said that you know him. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, sure. Yeah. So they go on this whole adventure, lots of, lots of adventures. There's also these cool, like, spirit guides, which are, like, crazy looking fluorescent animals that cool. are super cool. Like, and like superpowers. Like, kind yeah, of. like, super powered hybrid animals that are tattooed. Sort of. Yeah. With, like, black oh, lights. Mean Dante, the crazy yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they keep joking around that, like, Dante, this, like, weird street dog with a big floppy tongue is, like, his spirit guide. <laughs> and then later we find out that, like, Dante actually becomes his spirit guide animal. And it's it real great. cute. <laughs> so they go on all these adventures. They're trying to figure it out. And there's, like, also a talent show happening in the Land of the Dead. And he was like, well... If I enter that and then I win, then I can go to this big party that De La Cruz is throwing. Yeah, because they get to play at, yeah, De, La, at like, De La Cruz's, like, <clears throat> dawn concert. Sunrise yeah. Sensation <laughs> concert, whatever it's called. Something <laughs> stupid and pretentious. And so he's like, oh, sweet. So then he, like, plays and uh, he almost wins and... His family this, comes in. Yeah, his family comes His family's trying to find him because they're like, we gotta get him back. We gotta send him back. And we can't let him play music. It's like Footloose for kids with death. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of it gets heavy. It gets it's gonna dark. get heavy. Yeah. So through a whole course of events, of course Hector and Miguel have like a falling out, and they're like, "Screw you, man! You're selfish. No, you are. I'm not gonna help you." And then eventually Miguel like gets to the party. Where that De La Cruz is throwing, he, like, sneaks in and stuff, mm-hmm. and he starts singing his, like, music, and De La Cruz is like, whoa, this is awesome, and he's like, I'm a great-great-grandson, and he's like, I'm a great-great-grandson, and he spends the whole party showing him off, and being like, this is my great-great-grandson, look at my great-great-grandson, look at my great-great-grandson, he's a dipple, and it's one side of his face, but not the other, it's not wild, and they, like, have a great time, and they're getting all the attention, because they love that. Yeah. And then... Uh, Hector also sneaks into the party as Frida Kahlo, which is... <laughs> there's a whole running joke about Frida Kahlo, and, like, Frida actual jokes. Frida Kahlo is there, and yeah, it's fantastic. It's pretty good. She's a nice surprise. And, uh, so he gets back, and he's like, listen, you said that you would take my picture over. This is hella important. <laughs> hella important. And please do that. Please. Because he realizes he's starting to fade. He's starting to get forgotten. Yeah. And so it's, like, super, super crazy important... And he's all like, no, man, you suck. And then, (laughs) through, like, a whole series of, like, flashbacks and, like, really sad stuff, you find out that Hector 
is actually Miguel's great-great-grandfather. And he wrote all of these songs that mm-hmm. made De La Cruz famous. And they were like musician partners. Yeah. They were like in a band together. <laughs> a two-man band. And, which is totally normal. Like the Black Keys. Anyways, they were like the Black Keys <laughs> of Mexico. And so... <laughs> in the 40s. <laughs> so, so you find out so Hector is actually Miguel's great great grandfather he wrote all of this music that made De La Cruz famous and while they were partners Hector got really homesick and he's mm-hmm. like I want to go back and see my wife and kid and uh what's his name Eugene <laughs> and De La Cruz just call De La him Cruz that. is all like no, you can't. Like, I can't do this without your music. Like, you write all this music and I sing it. Like, this isn't ever going to work. And we're so close to our big break and this and that. And he was like, dude, I got to be home. Family is what's most important. Yeah. Like, this is just, like, this is just what's important. You, and you got to figure it out on your own. And so De La Cruz is like, okay, well, if you got to go, or you're not leaving without a toast. And then he poisons his friend yep. in the street. And steals his music and his guitar and leaves him for dead. And convinces him that he choked on chorizo. Which is why Hector was famous in the yeah. underworld. Because he <laughs> it was like, hilarious. on chorizo. <laughs> yeah, they call him chorizo. was like his nickname <laughs> in the underworld. So then you find out, like, Dela Cruz is a murderer. Hector is actually a really good dude who's just trying to go back to his family and do a good thing. And he's the one that's related to Miguel. And the whole world turned upside down. Yeah, so Miguel has this, like... His great-great-grandmother? His yeah. great-grandmother. His great-grandmother. Is his grandmother Coco, who is very old and is like... So old. Is Probably like, like very, 140. Yeah. <laughs> I give mean, or take. Give, or take. give or take. And is like having a hard time remembering like which family member she's talking to. Yeah. and just, She doesn't remember... It's so sweet. They say she doesn't remember much, but sometimes she remembers Papa. Yeah, and so sometimes she will remember, like, like Papa, her dad, and, like, they don't want to talk about him because he ran out on the family, and you find out that Coco is the daughter that Hector wanted to go home to yeah. and see this whole time. Yeah. And the problem is, if she forgets about him... Because she's so old and forgetful. If she forgets about him, then he will die the second death and, yeah. like, be forgotten in the afterlife. Yeah. So he'll never get to see her again because if she, like, they won't cross paths. Yeah. So it's super important to figure out how to, to get keep his memory. Alive. Yeah. So finally... Um, there are all sorts of things. Yes, there's like... A lot of a things. A lot of things happen, but then it's Miguel... It's a pretty fast-paced movie. Yeah, Miguel <laughs> is able to get back to... Um, the real world and not the spirit realm. The living world. Yeah. And he's like frantic because they they lost the photo of Miguel. And he's like, what are we going to, like, we have to help Coco remember Miguel, like remember Hector so that he can stay in people's memories. And so he starts playing the song. Remember me? That he learned because it was his favorite artist who played it. But yeah. really it was the song that Hector wrote for his daughter that got famous because yeah. Dana Cruz took it. And so this little boy like sits next to his elderly great grandmother and like <sighs> sings her a song and like the whole family cries. 
and she remembers Papa, and it's really sweet. Yeah, and she's like, I kept all these letters that he wrote me, and this, like, the other part of the picture of yeah, him. Yeah, where, like, Mom ripped his face out of the photo. Yeah. Like, she kept the little piece of his face, and so they were able to reunite the photo. Yeah. And put it on the altar, and so now, at the Day of the Dead, he can come back and visit. Yeah, it's just so, so great. And we all just try not to cry at the end of the movie. Well, I did not try not to cry at all. It was full-on tears in my sweatshirt. Oh, and, and like, yeah. he got to live with Coco in the afterlife. He got to meet Coco after she died. So, uh, and so then they skip ahead so that you get to see like the next year when... Um, they're all reunited and they get to come back and see the family. And Miguel can play music. He's got his little mariachi hat and outfit. <laughs> the square is full of mariachis! <laughs> I was like, oh no, look out. Look out for the mariachis. Back up, Daisy. Oh, this movie was so cute, though. Yeah, I loved it. I didn't know if I would like it or not. It seemed like okay from the trailers. Mm-hmm. But I really liked it a lot, and I just cried a lot. I liked it, too. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. Be good. Mm-hmm. Be good movie. I like that Coco got to be, like, the namesake of the movie. I know. Yeah, that was really cute. Like, Coco. I had no idea who or what Coco was. Mama Coco. But. Mama Coco? Yeah, I just thought the kid's name was Coco or something. Yeah. Incorrect. It's for, named after a woman. Yeah. That was cute, though. I'm glad the boy didn't fall in love for no good reason. It's super annoying they've when been, little kids are like, been... wow, a girl. And I'm like, you don't like girls yet? Get out of my face. <laughs> they've been really good about that with Pixar lately. Yeah. Thank you. We all needed that. His true love is music. <laughs> his, yeah. <laughs> and his grandma. Aww. Aww. So cute. Yeah, and then family is the most important thing. That was, like, the message. It was like, of course follow your dreams, but don't leave your family behind. Yeah. And he was straight up like, I don't want to have to choose. Yeah. Like, there shouldn't be a choice between music and family. Yeah, he wants to do both. Yeah. Which is what Hector was, like, trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. He was like, I don't necessarily have to choose one or the other. Like, I can go back home. and Yeah. And he wrote letters to his daughter the whole time that turned out to be the lyrics to the songs that, like, were really famous. I loved how, um, so the one song that they kept singing was Remember Me, and so they had this whole, like, they had this whole shrine to De La Cruz in his hometown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it said, there's, like, a bust of him, and it said, Remember Me, and they got to the end, and it was exposed that, like, he was a terrible person. <laughs> it says, Remember Me, and then it scrolls up, and then it just says, Forget You, yeah. on front of his face. It's like a two-by-four, it's like, Forget You. <laughs> Whatever, we're gonna, you know... <laughs> Forget that guy. He was terrible. But Hector was great. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It made me feel sweet feelings and sad feelings. <laughs> All the feelings. I don't yeah. want to die. <laughs> but what if, we, like, if we just hang your picture up and, like, give you offerings and you come back? I mean. Okay, so one thing they mentioned was they put food out that you liked during your life. Yeah. So yeah. what food do you think your family would put out for you every year? Okay, so definitely in honor of you. Tacos. <laughs> and manatees. <laughs> That's not food. That's not food. Shh. But they also put out, like, their, your favorite things. Oh, so okay. like, we could put a little stuffed manatee. Yeah, yeah. you could put oh, a little yeah. manatee. And some tacos. That's, and some tacos. That's a good Katie offering. Yeah. Yeah, and it fits the theme. <laughs> so some 
with tacos. <laughs> Mine would probably be like spaghetti and meatballs. Mm. And like white chicken chili. Mm. Mm. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. Sorry. And like craft oh, supplies. Man. Like a just a pile of craft supplies. <laughs> just a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, I think that sounds like a great some craft supplies. Yeah. Some brooches. Tallulah will just bring brooches. Yeah. To your grave every year. Cool. Just like Love here. They're like bags of just just like bags of yarn yeah. and stuff. Bags of sparkly things. They'll probably put a picture of Tallulah up so she can come back and like. <laughs> but, the, but the animals got to come back as animals for the night, which yeah. was really cute. The like spirit guides. They made me happy because I was like, cool. Well, Dante, am I going to come back? I'm very concerned. I know. I'm very concerned about Dante the dog. Oh, Dante the dog is fine. He's a happy weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's guiding Miguel's life somehow. Yeah. Eating Bless. trash. Bless him. You think he's eating trash in the dead world? Probably. Probably. Stealing it from... I mean, he probably, like, it's, like, everyone probably just gives him, like, little pieces of their offerings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, table scraps. Yeah, that makes sense. If the whole city kind of reminded me of, um, what was that, um, movie that came out with the animals? <laughs> Zootopia? <laughs> like, yeah, Zootopia, <laughs> where they had, like, their own little world that they'd, like, set up and mm-hmm. established really nicely. It made, at first I was like, is this gonna be a movie about, like, crossing the border? Because I'm, like, super concerned right now. And I was like, oh, boy, oh, boy, this is going to be really heavy. And then it wasn't quite that, but it was heavy. Still heavy. <laughs> Still murder. But it was heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it was murder heavy. <laughs> In a way that I did not see coming at all. Like, turning on a child. Yeah, man. Leaving them for dead. Trying to just kill a, mm. killing a child on live television. It was messy. <laughs> That's a lot. I like that those ants, like, jumped into action, though. And they were like... They just looked at each other and, like, turned the cameras and hit the buttons. And I was like, good job, they, they know what's up. <laughs> Taking care of people. Do you, have you ever met an aunt who did know how to take care of people? True. Wait, have you? I don't know. Oh. Did you say what kind of food would be on your thing? Oh, I don't know. Um, probably pizza rolls and cupcakes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So here's a question. What does it have to be a physical photo or can it be up on like a disc a, a display screen? And if so, does Samara come back on the Day of the Dead in a TV every year? These are all my questions that I'm having. I think it has to be a physical photo because like they make altars to mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Like it's but what if in the future all these millennials were like, we don't have time for that, and they just put on a slideshow on their phone? <laughs> just like oh, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe that as work? long as it's on the day, I would guess it counts. Yeah. Because they do that face recognition. Yeah, which is super cute. I like when they come back from the day of the dead. They're like, "Do you have anything to claim?" And they're like, "I have some tamales from my <laughs> nana." And I was like, "Oh, they're giving you your favorite food to take back it's with you." So great. It's so great. I oh, like... they probably have to put churros on mine too. I love churros. I like tacos, and I like a good, um, like a, like a half-baked sheet cookie with ice cream. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
that's my favorite. I always look at a dessert menu if they have any kind of like a cookie with a scoop of ice cream. I'm like, done. I'll have that. Nice. I could make it at home, but I'm going to pay seven bucks for this <laughs> instead. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's always better that way, though. I think so. Someone else is making my cookie for me. Especially when you go to those places that have like the tiny frying pan with like the cookie That's in it. That's the yeah. one. That's the one. I yeah. want that little baby mm. frying pan. What's it called? Like a skillet cookie. Yeah. The cast iron skillet. Like they sell those in like gift packages around Christmas time. Like the tiny little skillets. Yeah. Each like for a single. Okay, so I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we just Done. blew Katie's mind. <laughs> And you, like, cook a single cookie in it, or a brownie or something. I just want to want, and it's a big cookie, too. It's not like, I made a little dozen cookies. And no, I it's like, like, I should I share them. Like it's like, like I want a good four-inch cookie. One <laughs> thick cookie for yeah. me, and ice cream for me. Yeah. That's a dessert. Yep. That's what I want on the Day of the Dead stuff. <laughs> Have you ever made mug cakes? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Does they do that in, like... Scoop ice cream on top of those. Yeah, I want like a, uh, I had one once that was like a lava mud cake. Mm. That somehow like it was still really melty. Oh, I think you had to like put it, I think you had to bake them for a little bit and then put them in the microwave to like nuke mm-hmm. the inside of it. Oh. Weird. Yeah, I just like make a little lava cake. We'll pull stuff out of the cupboard and mix it in a cup and then stick it in the microwave for like. 30 seconds, and I'm like, this is perfectly gooey. <laughs> I love that you can just buy individual packs of those cookie mixes, oh, like yeah, cake mixes a... now. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Are they more expensive than a big thing of cake mix? Probably. Yeah. Because they're smaller. But you can take regular cake mix and like, just there's like a proportion that you can do that's like yeah. three scoop, like three tablespoons to one tablespoon to something. I forget. Yeah. But you can use regular cake mix. Very important things that we should definitely be trying. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm just thinking about all the possibilities. I haven't made a mug cake in a long time. I think I have all the ingredients for them. I've been watching this show on Facebook called Struggle Meals. Have you seen it? No. Oh my gosh, it's really good. This guy <clears throat> makes meals for less than $2 a plate out of like, and it's basically just like, this is how you can like eat really well as someone who's like hella broke all the time mm-hmm. and he's like normally this recipe would call for this but like we don't have enough money to be deep frying stuff so we're gonna do it a little different and i was like oh sweet and it's mm. like and half and like all the seasoning and stuff or all the different sauces he was like he has a the package drawer so all those times that you wasted your money eating yeah. out you save all of the packets and then he uses those he's like cool you probably have soy sauce right like start mm-hmm. keeping those packets he's like advocates for like keep those My packets from all stuff. of the eating out stuff. Uh-huh. Keep them, and then he like makes meals and being like, "Cool, we have ketchup. It's free because you like they threw way too much in the bag." Or like, "You have mustard. It was free from that one time." And I was like. <gasps> My dad used to do a recipe like that, so yeah. we would get, like, ramen noodles because my mom would make, like, a pasta salad with yeah. it. Yeah. And so well, we'd save, ramen. like, all the pasta, like, all the ramen flavoring, and so my dad would make, like, chicken with chicken ramen flavoring on it. Nice. That's funny. And I was like... Your dad would. Sometimes his things didn't make sense, and you were like... Like one night, he would always try to make us guess what the secret ingredient oh was. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Dad. And we were like, I know. One Love? time, 
He made mashed potatoes, and he used uh, the juice that you'd strain out of the can of peas to, like, add more, tech like, liquid to the mashed potatoes. And we were just like, why? (laughs) Like, it's water. Like, you have water. It's not (laughs) pea-flavored. Like, what are you doing? Pea-flavored water. I use the pea-flavored water. You're like, all right, Skippy. Enjoy. I mean, the chicken-flavored chicken was fine. Yeah, but like, that was all right. That, that makes sense. At least it wasn't, like, beef-flavored chicken or something. Why would that be strange? That would be weird. Or, like, the shrimp The shrimp one, yeah. Yeah. I watched him. That's fascinating, though. I watched him make three different meals with um, sweet potatoes. Oh, nice. And he was like, if you go out to eat, he was like, French fries are going to be extra. And if you get sweet potato fries, they're even more extra, which is silly because a sweet potato is hella cheap. So he was like, you can make, like, using, like, two sweet potatoes, you can make, like, slider buns out of the center part of the sweet potato. Yeah. And then use this, the, the other halves to, like, make your french fries and stuff. And he made, like, spaghetti using sweet potatoes as noodles, which he called swoodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like he just like makes really yummy looking food, and you and it, the idea is that it's all under two dollars a plate. Yeah, and so he, but he talks a lot about like this is why it's important, and this is why it's a balanced meal, and he'll go through stuff that's, that's cool. like he was like, okay, so you want more flavor in your ground beef? Get stuff that's only like you know eighty five percent lean, because then you're gonna fifteen percent that's fat, and that's gonna add more flavor, and it's a cheaper cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like. <gasps> This guy, he just like, he's great. He, there was a guy, British guy who was doing stuff kind of like this for a long time on YouTube, but this new guy, it's just like struggle meals. He's like, we know that you're like broke, but you also want to eat, be able to eat really well because you're kind of a foodie. Mm-hmm. We can figure it out at home and it's not going to cost you that much. And you're going to be fine. And I was like, I love him. So I might start making some good struggle meals. Yeah. I'm excited about it, but I need a packet drawer or something. <laughs> But he has an organized packet drawer. That's fantastic. And it made me really happy. Because, of course, he has, like, a TV show on Facebook about it. <laughs> He's also kind of funny sometimes. He needs a haircut, but we'll take it. <laughs> Struggling. <laughs> you just gave one of those, like, bins from Michael's. It's like, yeah. got all the little yeah. in it. And yeah. Just, like, put all your fast food yeah. packets in there. Nice. Cane sauce does expire. I oh, found out. Yeah, no, that's gross. So <laughs> it needs to be refrigerated also. Yeah, we did. I, like, was kept it for, like, just a little longer than I needed to. One time I was like, I'm going to eat this with this chicken. And then I opened it up and it was like, nope, definitely not. So I learned cane sauce expires, so you got to use it, like, within the few days that you get canes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a bummer because it's the best condiment. There are recipes online that you can find. Yeah, we've made it before. Does it taste the same? It tastes similar. Mm. Not exactly the same, but it's close. We did it one year for Thanksgiving. Victoria and I made fried chicken, and then we made our own cane sauce, and we had a Raisin Cane's Thanksgiving. Nice. <laughs> it was really nice. It was a good one. But yeah, enough about that. Let's talk about Coco. <laughs> so how many Tatums do you give this movie? Oh my gosh. How many Channing Tatums do I give Coco? Mm-hmm. Seven. Seven cool. Channings. For <laughs> one for each guitar I saw. I'm going to give it minus three Tatums out of ten. Did that math work? That math worked. Yeah. If you take ten and minus three, you have seven left over. Correct. Um, 
because I cried and I didn't need that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, it gets seven because I cried. I don't know. I just think it was really, it was That's really, good. it was, it was really good. The end. How about you, Christian? How many titty titties do you give this movie? What's the scale? It's like, well, it's whatever. Anything whatever you want it to be. Uh, I want to give it 10. Ooh. I always love animated movies anyway. And I just like, I like the Day of the Dead. I like the whole. You love Halloween. I love Halloween. I love Day of the Dead. I love anything that's like. I like. Quattro de Cinco. Yeah. I like, like, um, (laughs) other cultures. Like death rituals, because mm-hmm. I just think that American death rituals are weird. Um, so it's oh, really weird. cool to see yeah. like. Wait, what are our death rituals? You put a body on display for everybody to see. It's oh. weird. It's you weird. basically have a party to come look at a dead body. Yeah, I just that that it's I find kinda, like it really, is very strange. If you had a taco bar, I'd go. Okay, <laughs> I just uh, those kind of things make yeah. me uncomfortable. But like, yeah. I can get behind like. Putting pictures Memorial. of loved ones up and like bringing them offerings and showing them that you yeah. love them like a couple days out of the year and being like, oh, this is how it was really we will sweet. celebrate you. And I like that there's a dedicated day to celebrate someone mm-hmm. instead of to remember your family. Yeah, which is really cool. So I really like it. So I liked Coco. It Yay. also reminded me a lot of um, the Book of Life, which I really like too. So. Which is another cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> How many Tatums do you give it, Wesley? I give it eight. Because it was really good and, like, made you happy, sad, cry. Yeah. Like, Coco! It was really sweet. And I like Coco. Really cute. Yeah. I like Coco. Coco's a good one. I mean, really happy. It was fun. Also, I appreciated, we noticed in the credits, they had, like, cultural... Um, yeah. Cultural consultants. Cultural consultants, which was really good. Like, I'm glad they made a point to, like, get it right and not do something weird. <laughs> like Daisy happen. over here. <laughs> Daisy's out here doing some weird stuff. Like, no one remembers me. <laughs> no one. She just needs some love. Oh, Daisy. I've been sitting over here by myself where no one will pet me, and now no one's petting me. <laughs> I'm Daisy. I think she's just really warm from laying in front of the fireplace. Yeah. I'm too warm. <laughs> but also very sleepy because I gave her a Benadryl. <laughs> so she'd stop scratching. Oh, Daisy. We ready to wrap up? Yeah, is there anything else we want to cover about the movie before we do? Go see it. Or sit down and see it. I mean, you don't have to go anywhere. It's on, you know, it's on Netflix. <laughs> Stay see it. It's cute. It's cute. I like it. Take a nap. Watch Coco. Do your job. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Not all at the same time. <laughs> That's what I did today. <laughs> I did a little bit of work during the movie, and I almost dozed off because I was like, I'm so happy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I was, wa- I was watching a movie. And then there was lots of twists. <laughs> I was like, oh no, the tequila. It's plot twist time. <laughs> <laughs> Tequila's cause plot twists. <laughs> oh God! All right, hand me that mic. Now close out the show. Yes. Whoops, sorry. Get your foot off of this mic, Wesley. Come on, you're ruining the show. <laughs> hey everybody, it's intimate time with Katie's voice. Get cozy. <laughs> I want to see the worst stuff, and I don't know how to stop. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
better than this. If you found anything about this show remotely tantalizing, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook. You can also look at the show notes at viewingpartypod.com. You can find us on, did I say Facebook again? Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Our handle is at viewingpartypod. You can also listen to other episodes. Yes. You can call me at 614. <laughs> 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 That's my phone number in some other language. That, if you know who you are. Of 1990s house 1990s house phone tones. I don't think that was actually correct. You know, I have always been terrified of when the people have like the keypads as yeah. the lock on things because they all make a, a noise. noise. Yeah. And I'm like, someone can memorize that sound. Yeah. Yeah. If you just memorize those sounds, you can get into anybody's lock. I also, I've always been afraid of this. And then I read a whole big thing a long time ago about this guy who was stalking a, a woman or because she was a teenager, like a girl out in Colorado, and they put a lock on their door, but it was the keypad lock, and he memorized the tone. And I was like, I told y'all. I told y'all. She died. It was really sad. You can read all about that on a blog that I might send to Wesley to link to. Anyways, <laughs> you can find that blog on viewingprettypod.com. Please don't binge read it. It's horrifying and Hello. sad, and I didn't sleep for days while reading this blog about this woman. Um... <sighs> I don't know. Uh, if you want more information about the Columbus Podcast Festival, you can go look at the ColumbusPodcastFestival.com. You can also check us out on Facebook. We're coming in April. We finally announced the dates. Super exciting stuff there. Um, if you want to hear more about women and things that have to do with us, because we're really important, you can also check out the hashtag LadyPodSquad to find more podcasts run by women unlike us. Or maybe like us. Some of them are probably a little bit like us. And some of them are probably a little bit not because we believe in diversity of women. <clears throat> and only women. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. Are we done? Yeah. Cool. Hashtag Keva. Nope. Go vote next month. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. I'm Christian. Oh, and this is... <laughs> You killed it! No! This is a viewing party! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, register to vote. It's important. Oh, the registration deadline has passed for a while. Register to vote anyways. Two to go. <laughs> they might let you in. They won't. Shh. They might. <laughs> if you're a Republican, they will. <laughs> <laughs>